Hello, and welcome to Three Failed Pilots, the show where three idiots you're glad you don't know in real life argue about things that don't matter and reach a conclusion that really has no bearing on reality, where we basically tell the professionals how we think they should do their jobs. That was a new intro. It's not going to stay. I'm just doing it for a one-off. Hello. Yeah, I don't like it. Oh, I am Jacob, your master of ceremonies, your bearded, bodacious boy, here to bring you the bravest booties in bumland. <laughs> and with me are my wonderful, gorgeous, friendly, huggable co-hosts, Glenn, Harry, and Scott Rody. And they're actually two people. And Glenn, say hello. Hello. Would you like me to say Wakelum as well? I would always want you to say Wakelum. Good, because yes, hello and Wakelum to the podcast. The podcast in which, like like Jacob says, we will be picking some form of media every episode. We will be setting some rules that don't really matter. We will be deciding which one is the best. And, yeah, I suppose it's quite a nihilistic intro. It's, it doesn't really affect much, does it? But it's a way to pass the time. <laughs> so, in order to tell us what we're three pilots this week are going to be about, Roddy. Right, guys, so there's a new Fable game coming out. Is there? There is. Uh, there is. There you go. It was announced last year. Huh? Oh, no. Um, I was very busy last year. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, everyone's known about it for like five years, but apparently, yeah, <laughs> it, it got last year. Which is probably five years away. Um, so I was thinking, that's a franchise that, you know, I, I personally very much enjoyed. Um, and thinking, considering that, I thought, well, you know what? I'm going to... I, I have some ideas where I want Fable to go. And, you know, I feel like... It, um, I feel like a lot of people were disappointed by Fable 3. I think Myself, to some extent, included, but I didn't think it was as bad as a lot of people think it was. Okay. I think also, on that note, a lot of people were disappointed with Fable 1, and also a lot of people were disappointed with Fable 2. Yeah. <laughs> Do you not like Fable, Jacob? Oh, I love Fable. All right, okay. But I didn't listen to any of the interviews before Fable came yep. out. So oh, okay. as a result, I only found out after the game came out what apparently was supposed to be in the game. Yeah. So I've just, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I just thought about this, right? See, when we're doing a picture, should we include one or I? And we've got to try and figure out what the I is. <laughs> 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 in, in tribute Three to Peter Molyu, the creator of Fable. Because <laughs> uh, I, I, I can walk that in, that's fine. So it's a bit of context for anyone who might not know what we're joking about. A gentleman by the name of Peter Molyneux is the brain, well was the brain, behind all the Fable games. And in every, and every single interview he did, he bragged about all these things that were going to be in the game. You'll yeah. never guess what. Those <laughs> things were impossible. Oh. They didn't make it into the game. And legit, yeah, there yeah. are stories of people who are working for him at home, watching the interviews and going, oh my God, why is he promising this? We haven't even spoken about this. We haven't even built the yep. blueprints for this. We don't know about this. Why are you promising this now? So, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we don't have to do it, but we, we can if people want to have a bit of fun. <laughs> <laughs> You'll, 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 see, you'll see my pitch, and then it, it, it's a tribute. It's, it's always okay. It's not the greatest um, pitch in the world, but I assure you it's a tribute. Oh, <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, um, did, did, did a demon go quick uh, crack with his rubber tail when you were when you're pitching it? No, Peter Mullen, you promised something and ah, then right, okay. delivered. So, so it really is just a tribute. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. And he did it with every one of them. It wasn't like just the first one. He, I like, know! He made a bunch of promises in Fable 2. He made a bunch in Fable 3. Um, and then he was sad. It's weird, right? Because I feel like... I think most people 
have a pop, like remember Fable Two the best, but personally, I still think the first one's the best. It's, one. Well, this is something um, interesting um, regarding remembering fables because I've played one of the Fable games. Don't know what one it was. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Really, my my okay. my biggest uh, sort of most accurate memory from it was chopping wood. That could, be able to. that could be two or three. Okay. It's probably two or three, yeah. Probably two. Uh, could be three, though. The, the first one's my favourite, because um, I feel like it's got the best story, and I feel like, although it doesn't have like a lot of like the the options from the second and third one, uh, it doesn't get drowned in those options as well, and it doesn't have... It has a satisfying fin- right. final boss as well. But we're not here to review Fable games. We're here to pitch Fable games. Absolutely. So... Harry, let's start with you, since you're someone who apparently doesn't, has only, you know, touched the series. I'm curious to see what you're taking this Yeah, week. so was I, because honestly, I <laughs> I really had no idea where to start this one off. Because <laughs> uh, I was thinking, like, man, what's, what's Fable even actually about? You know, I really had to, I really had to go back and look this up and watch playthroughs and managed to avoid the, the Peter Molyneux interviews somehow. Can I ask one question? Yes, and you just did. So, uh, not on you go. Um, so, coming out of it, they make you play Fable? Not hugely, actually. <laughs> nah, okay. Um, Fair enough, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's where the cynics get, that's where the cynical... Well, well that, that, that's the thing, I, I don't, I, I don't have a, a dislike towards Fable because, uh, you know... Uh, it falls into categories I do like, like you know, fantasy RPGs. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know why I never finished the second one. Maybe I just never got around to it. I suppose. Um, Too busy chopping. Clearly, wood. clearly, yeah. Um, Tree Fella Simulator Two K Nine came out the same week, didn't it? Oh, what uh, a classic game! What a yeah, classic uh, see game. See the 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 DLC where they brought out. A slightly different axe. Oh. oh, that was great. But uh, but I, I suppose, like we say, we're not here to review G dropping. G dropping. Fuck me. I keep to. This happened in the last episode. I can't work it this time of day. I'm sorry. Three <laughs> chopping <laughs> simulators. We're not here to talk about that. Yeah, which of course is um, which is of course is ten o'clock at night. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> like like we discussed, there's that period between midnight and midnight where I can't function. Uh, but but b- before I start my pr- my pitch properly, because again I know I've been rambling for a while before I do get around to it. But I would actually like um, the both of you to thank me because because I was so close to just pitching a sequel to Fable Coin Golf, but but I, I didn't greenlit that. I would have. Yeah, but it breaks the rules. So you couldn't have been like that. <laughs> yes, but but <laughs> I still would agree. Yes. Let it. <laughs> um, easy, please. But I did come up with some form of fantasy RPG that probably deserves its title, um, and it takes place maybe like a hundred or so years after the events of Fable Three, uh, and Albion, the the classic Fable setting. It's on the verge of a civil war. Ooh, civil war. Uh, a civil war between the ever-dwindling royalist forces of Albion and the Republican Revolution. Okay. Which is possible, you know. Things, things can happen. Um, but the story of this game actually begins um, somewhere near the top of my page of notes, probably, where I've written it. Um, aye, here it is. Aye. So we're introduced to your character actually in a, just a small temple in a remote and rural part of Albion. Uh, we meet a character called Apagan. And it's a customizable character, you know, RPG stuff. Mostly classless, but you know, you can customize a character, so they're just whatever they are, kind of thing, you know. Um, but they're a fairly young person who's so far have avoided joining the conflict. And they've actually started, you know, they've chose to take up more responsibilities and 
to volunteer at the temple. It's, it comes after they've lost some friends and loved ones in the conflict. And, you know, where they are, the things are vaguely peaceful. But, you know, the powder keg could go off at any time. And Apagan is, you know, he's not, they're not alone at the temple. Uh, they're actually there with a, a mentor. A mentor and sort of a temple cleric, maybe, called Ma Tagavorian. And, you know, everything's fine until it's not. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a very interesting game because Ma's going to come to you with bad news. It gives you oh, some no. sort of spooky, cryptic note which he believes is a threat to the temple and the wider community. And this is how you start adventuring because, you know, Apagan isn't a, a natural adventurer. He's trying to hide away to things, really. He's not trying to go out and kick arse yet. So this is how they start getting into it. So, you know, he starts investigating around Lair area. And then he starts following the threads and he gets sent to other temples of the same order all across Albion. So this is how you get out and do your adventure, and you know, this is your reason for exploring the whole map. And, you know, they're out and about, and Apagan's going to meet some members of the Resistance. They're going to tell you that the Royalists, you know, they support the executions and the abductions and the thievery and ransacking by their forces. And you're going to meet members of the Royalists who tell you that the revolutionaries have no respect for history or tradition. But, it, you know, they don't, they don't join up with any of them directly. Not immediately, anyway. Uh, it's not because they're not interested, but mostly because the little investigations that he's on, or later on, I should say, they don't actually seem to intertwine with the war that much. It does seem to be something a wee bit different. It seems to be only affecting these temples. In the quests okay. that you go on in this game, it's they're not all go here and kill this thing or go here and find this thing. A lot of times you're going to get something that's quite unique at the end of the little threads you follow. Um, so, you know, maybe one of them you go to a little community of woodsmen who are chopping wood, because that's what I like to do, you know. And they're being terrorised by a giant lion that's ma that's maybe called oh, no. Simbazlan and is a totally, totally original oh. um, creation I've got. But then once you get there, you realise that you, you, know, you could kill it or you could do something for it because you know it's not a, it's not a sentient evil creature it's not trying to go its way to destroy things so there's a possibility to help it a wee bit you know to stop it hurting kind of thing maybe another one is that you go to you go to a little town who's governed by someone who demands everything is done a specific way that suits him but when he's asked to show them how to do it He's never actually able to do it just how he wants. But he still demands that people do it this way and you can talk to him and you don't have to just go in and chop his head off. You can if you want, I suppose. It's your game. Do what you want. Yep. yep I like exactly. that choice. Give him uh, choice. Maybe there's another one where you go, to the, you go to the temple in another town and the villagers tell you that they keep getting ransacked by bandits. And you go to help them, but it's not actually that big of a problem because the bandit attacks come at the same time every Friday night from the same side of the town with the highest walls, so they never actually get in and do any damage. And, you know, in that one you can just be like, okay, that's unusual, but whatever. And so the adventure continues, you know, the, the war gets worse and worse, more people get dragged into it and it gets to the point where Apagan's sort of ready to uncover the source of these mysterious clues and threads he's been following and he realise that it's actually going to lead him back to his home temple and you know there's a mad dash across the whole nation maybe his fear that his mentor Matagavorian 
you know, he's been abducted or killed by whoever's behind this, but then he gets there and he realises it was it was his mentor himself that was behind it all. And he's saying, well, hold on, what, what have I uncovered here? What's this? What's the point in this? So he confronts, he confronts his mentor, their mentor. I keep saying Lee because, you know, it's a customizable character. And so they confront him in the temple, very dramatic, you know, music and lighting and we'll get a fog machine in or something even. Like, like not not into the game, like into your home where you're playing it. Or on the bus that you're like you're playing it on if you're playing it on the switch. Oh yes. We'll have like a little USB powered fog machine you can take with you. That's <laughs> that's that's my Peter Molyneux interview live, by the way. Yep, that's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that makes sense. And when confronted <laughs> And when confronted, Ma says to you, he says, you know, my child, you're pure of heart and mind. I knew that you were the only one who had in you to lead Albion after the inevitable collapse at the end of this war. It could have been no one else, but you weren't ready yet. Mm. So let's not just think of the combat and the villains you've slain, but the lessons you learned. Think about the lion who was acting out because they needed help. Think about the governor who couldn't lead by example. Think about the bandits that never learned from their own mistakes. I sent you out there to teach you how to lead, to give you wisdom by showing you fables. Dun, dun, uh, yeah, he sent them out and showed them fables, at which point Afghan drops his weapon, kicks him in the balls and runs away because that's a bullshit ending to a game. <laughs> <laughs> Storytelling wonder, have they? I mean, again, you'll have to tell me. I never finished them. I never found them as pinnacles of storytelling wonder. According to Scott's, hmm, he has a thought on it. I mean, I don't think I don't think they're the pinnacles of storytelling wonder. But I just disagree. It's <laughs> like a fable game. And I'll explain why when we get to Maddie's. Uh, um, it, but yeah, it, it sounds fably enough. It's literally to me. got fables in it. None of the other um, fable games have that. As far as I'm aware. <laughs> And on the plus side, this is a big plus, a very big plus. <laughs> Peter Molyneux's not involved. So, um... <laughs> so you're just thinking, right, all of them last week, Jacob, yeah? <laughs> it's, it's one of the ones where, if I could, I would give it a yellow light, because it, it sounds fably enough, I'm sure. Um, really? I'll green light it purely because I can't yellow light it. Okay. Yes. okay. It'll, It'll do. do. It'll that's, do. That's all I can hope for. Okay. Do. Amazing. Um. Right. <laughs> I really don't know how I feel about this because it sounds like no. a fun video game. It's like, have any of you played Outward? Yes. Okay, it's basically like 
a fantasy right. life like right it's an rpg but it's also kind of a fantasy life simulator because the idea is you're not always going to be like the prophesy oh, that's cool, you eh? might be there when he was around and you could be like a soldier in the army and it's like and you can you, you can become that but you, you never start off there so the idea so like at the start you're just a normal person so like the giant rat enemies are deadly um and they're fucking difficult kind, to kill god yeah it, it kind of reminds me of that in a way. I don't know why, but that's where I went with it. Because no. it feels like, oh, it's just like, you go and you can do various things. Um, the thing about Fable is, well, you see now, <laughs> I mean, I, maybe the ending changed my mind because the thing about Fable was, it was renowned for its humour. That was the big selling point of it. Like, It wasn't like an amazing storytelling, but the writing was good because it was funny. And I'm like, the actual ending of him running away, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it, it kinda, I, I'm, I'm kind of contradicting myself because I don't know now. Like, See, this is, this is it, how it, I felt. At first, right, okay. it, no, at first, it just felt like it felt too serious to be Fable, right? And then at the end, there was like, oh no, but it is then, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Because it's, it's not, because like, that was probably one of the problems with Fable 3 is it just didn't have the humour the same way. Um... I um no see because I'm on the fence, mate. On you go. I'm gonna give it a red light. And I'll tell you why. No. I'm on the fence because I'm on the fence, and I I'm, I was leaning more towards green lighting it, but it's a fable game where you don't have a dog, mate. If you don't have a dog. What, what if um what if you can customize no. up again to to be a dog? Made along the way. <laughs> I know, no, but that's, the real that's dog was a friend you no, made but, along the way. No, 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 but but that, that that that's putting the dog in danger. I just want to have the dog with me. I don't want to control the dog. I want to let him do. I want to let him have have his happy wee dog life and just. Be, right, well, I mean, there must you know, be um, there must be some kind of fable about a dog. I mean, you mate, and apart from fable one, you get a dog. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about the video games. I'm talking about the short moral tales. <laughs> oh, the dog and the bone, and he drops the bone into the water because the dog in the reflection has a bigger bone, and then he loses the bone because it was just a reflection. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's okay, the first that fable one, that, that you one... play on, and then you can. I mean, because because we have to give the, the audience choice, you can either keep the dog or the bone. Uh, yeah, but that one's sad because the dog loses his bone. So then still against friendship. Against friendship. Yeah, but I want them to have, have friendship and his bone. Can buy, I want can nice buy a bone. What, what if... Um, yeah, but it's not the bone. Why am I doing your pitch for you? you um, because, like the, the dog with the bone, Jacob, you're, you're doing a great job. Um, you're a good boy. <laughs> what if... Thank you. Um, <laughs> after that, you can then go and chop down lots of trees, which, mm-hmm. you know, is the main point of the games as far as I'm aware, mm-hmm. and then... You build the dam, mm-hmm. which allows you allows all the the water in the stream to sort of reduce to a trickle, so you can go back mm-hmm. and retrieve the bone later, while flooding eight small villages and drowning all the residents overnight. Yeah, you know, well, uh, damn it, none good. of the residents have dogs. I mean, I'm 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 still I'm still <laughs> just because I was on the fence, and then I'm like. Mm. It sounds like it sounds like an interesting story, but I just there was there enough. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I guess I'm next, aren't I? You will be, eh? Indeed. Yeah. Okay, so I've actually went for once. I've went heavy. Well, I've went into the story, but I've went actually went heavy in the mechanics because I feel like that was more of the appeal right. of people for once. Uh, so. I'm going to give you the intro of the game, then I'm going to go into the mechanics, and then I'm going to come back to the story, okay? okay? So, the way the game starts, uh, first of all, this is a prequel, oh. set hundreds of years before the first Fable, in the Age of Heroes. Alright. Uh, so, which is apparently is what the new one's going to be, which means I can't wait. Uh, so, with that, I'm going to say, like, the fae are still around, so you'll see fairies and stuff, and there'll be a lot more, like, open magic and things like that as well, so it'll feel a lot more high okay. fantasy. Um, 
because obviously we can't go with the kind of steampunk punk aesthetic of the well not the kind of steampunk the kind of Victorian aesthetic of the second and third um, and it's got to be before the first I thought this is how we'll counterbalance it because it's set so far before um, but it will start like Fable 1 and that you and Fable 2 technically and that you start as a child at the very beginning of it to, for the whole but unlike them the backstory is going to be that you're a you're a slave and the area you've got to explore is just your slave camp. Oh, okay. And you can obviously you, you get various side quests to determine like what you're doing there. But unless it's not just good or evil, you would determine actual personality traits to give it a bit more range. So you can determine whether you're egotistical, whether you're altruistic, whether you're empathetic or apathetic, things such as that. It'll be more set personality traits. Different okay. actions will have different effects and shape who you are. Um, and determine the actions that you take in the prologue will determine who your character is as an adult to some extent. But obviously, you can change that as the game goes on. So that'd be like part one. Um, what will happen is though, like the way part one will, ha- will go down is, regardless of how you get the, what actions you take at the end of it, he's going to end up in a fight with like one of the older slaves. He or she or they they they. He, she, they. All genders are available in this game. Uh, and the the protagonist during this fight will like, will, like awaken like some willpower and show like some like pristine and like so the, the the ability to like show some prowess and slight prowess in the magical arts and the like. And then as a result, they're taken out of the slave camp and they get dropped off at the oh, heroes right. guild from the first game. Um, and you like the first game, you do all the training and the like, uh, and you you know from and then obviously it will start. Then from there it will be okay. You you're now starting as a hero and you can take on various quests. Here's where I want to go with it, though. I don't want it to have like a straight narrative. This is going to take a bit right, of explaining, okay. but there's various like okay, there's going to be lots of side quests that you can do regardless. But the way I'm looking at it is. There's going to be various quest lines, but they're basically life quests. Okay. And the way it works is, for example, one of them for example, is going back to fight against the slavers that took them. Uh, and you can follow that quest line, and that will prop a bunch of other side quests as well. Uh-huh. But that will take that character from being a young man to old age. Uh, okay. right, aye. But I'm going to explain more about it in a second. Um, and the big reveal with the slaver quest line is you find out that they're building the spire from Fable 2. Oh! Yeah, yeah. But, the, now I'm thinking, how. so you play that one quest line, you unlock all the side quests from that, and you unlock different parts of Albion and Aurora, because it was referenced in Fable 3, but we never saw it. Okay. So you see, like, the full map. But you only get like, different parts in the base, which quest line you take. So the question is, how do you get the other quest lines? In Fable, you can have children. And the way I'm seeing it is, like, the way you treat your children, the way you choose to raise them, in the kind of home life aspect, is determines what they grow up to be like, and they get certain quest lines based on how you've treated them, and that's how you unlock the other ones. And there's going to be some that are exclusive to the children that you can unlock. Um, and then, like, you'll have, like, another gender. And basically, the way it's going to work is it's going to work out. You can do everything... But you have to do it over three different generations, so by the end of it, you'll play the three different characters. Um, but if you only play one, if you only play as one character, you get like maybe two of the kind of life quest lines, so it's not just one thing all the way through. Um, but to see, and you can play that and finish it. But if you want to see the whole game, you have to play as like your children and stuff, and then your grandchild. Um, and I'm gonna like maximize out on like the property management side and the kind of life sim side with the kids and stuff, because you have to choose how you raise them and then what they grow up to be. So if like if your character's evil, but you raise but and you raise them like to be like the prodigal son, maybe they grow up to be just like you and be another evil character and be egotistical. But maybe if you raise them differently, they see what kind of person you are and learn from your mistakes, and then they grow up to be a better person. Uh, and the way I'm kind of looking at it from there as well is like let's see. The other the other things that can tie into it is like other things that you can do like the property management, for example. You can buy a house, but then you can try and sell it on. Um, and that unlocks, like, some kind of, like, 
mortgage broker quest line where you have to basically you become like a hitman for like the first mortgage broker in Albion, <laughs> not a mortgage broker, but you know the first landlord in Albion, and you become like basically like ah oh, if you want this building, the owner's gonna have to disappear, so you're not like an assassination quest line from that. Uh, um, same with like if you're buying in, if you're buying like taverns and you're buying you're buying various shops, you have to take out your competition. So I feel like it'll be like a game that will have like a straight narrative that's perfectly fun. But the more you play of it, the more it expands it. Right, aye. Um, and for example, some of the stories, I mentioned the, the Spire one. Another one, for example, is you become a pirate. And that whole story takes place in various islands. Between, like, um, because obviously a road is over the sea. So I'm thinking there could be, like, smaller islands in between. And I'm pretty sure a road is over the sea anyway. If not, we can work in somewhere else. And, like, the way it works is that you... Um, you're seeking out treasure there, and you can choose to be an altruist. And there'll be different ends for each one as well. You can be an altruistic pirate, or you can be an evil pirate. Because you can be a pirate who cares about his men and who just wants the money to give himself a better life. But, for example, one of the endings in that is, if you're going down the evil route, uh, you become the Body Bones, who was Stephen Fry, Reaver's character's oh, mentor. Oh, very good. Oh, yeah. And I believe, yeah, I believe he, they hinted that he was immortal too, and that he could only be killed and he was killed by ah, right. Um Another one example, if you if you do like, oh, if you do all like the kind of like the property quest lines, you get like a small settlement, and you have to trade and you can expand it, and eventually that small settlement becomes a massive city and it becomes Dowerstone. <laughs> so it's like you basically you just see the world evolve around you, and that's kind of like I thought that's a kind of cool idea to see how did these things come to be and how did we get there. But one person couldn't do all that, so it's going to be a generational thing. And I hope that made some sense. So, thoughts? It's, it makes sense, aye. Um, it's, it, it feels to me like it might be too much in some ways. It's a fable game, mate. I have to pull for promise. <laughs> right, well... <laughs> Oh, and also you do get a dog, by the way. That's that's yeah, right. Okay, yeah, okay. They give you one of the hero guild to teach your responsibility. Okay. I should have mentioned that. And you get to choose what kind of dog it is and customize okay, your dog. Um, yeah. One of the things that stood out for me is if I'm playing an RPG, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not sure I'm interested in doing Wayne raising missions. Ah, but that's more like in-between quests. It's just how you... How you choose to like interact with them determines things. It's like when you're like, speaking to them and things like that. There'll be like a kind of like, like there'll be like there'll be like dialogue that you can follow through and determine how you respond to them and how you treat them. Um, and like I mean, I'll, I'll also give you the ability that you never had in the in the previous games, right? So many times, like just got bored of my kids and Fable, but I couldn't get rid of them. I could hit my wife, but I couldn't hit the kids. Fuck. Oh my god. <laughs> so now if you punch a kid in the face, they're probably going to turn out evil. Okay. Or if you're an evil character, maybe they'll turn out good. Who knows? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you more access and more control. Uh, okay, so yeah, let's put a big... That was that was my mom, you right, by the way, in case it wasn't Was it... <laughs> Was uh, okay. Yeah, we're not we're not we're not gonna we're tick, not gonna beat tick, up children. Tick next to the. But we can, but we can, we can speak to them to them in a way that's, that's cool. So big big tick on the Wayne punching boxes, cool. Um, but <laughs> e- even apart from that, it seems like would anyone ever be able to finish that game? I don't think I could. I, ju- I just yeah, think yeah, but... like, the stuff that's there seems really cool, especially when you tie it in. To the lore that people who have played and knows, uh, the people that have played and remembered all the fables, all the stuff that they know and care about, that's really cool. But to see some of those things, if you would tough yeah. to play this game, which takes place over three lifetimes, and maybe do it like four or five or 19 mm-hmm. times before you see all of those things, is is it. Is, who, who's who's going to who's going to see all of that? Here's my counter argument to that. Here's my counter argument to that, right? Look at any big open world RPG like The Witcher or Witcher Three or Skyrim. There's so much to do in that, and nobody can do everything. But the way I'm p- pitching it is, it's like 
when you finish one, you don't have to go straight into playing as your child character. That will feel like a new playthrough when you right. things to do. So it's a game you can go back and forth to. And everyone will feel it feel fresh. Whereas like, when you're playing Skyrim, you're like, you've not played it in ages and you go back to it and you're like, oh, I'm in the middle of so many quests. So those games it's, still it's, exist. It's, I'm, it's ju- true, I'm just like, making them balanced. Aye. See, I thought about that as well because it's true in Skyrim. Like you have mm-hmm. so many quests that no oh. one can do them all, but everyone finishes the main quest. I never have it. Everyone apart from Rodi finishes the main <laughs> quest in Skyrim. I get distracted by everything else. The point is, if you wanted to, the main quest is very reasonable compared to the size of the rest of the game, though. So if you do want to finish it and get the sort of relative closed-off ending, mm-hmm. you can do that. Whereas if you want to do that mm-hmm. in, in this Fable prequel, it's going to take about 18 weeks worth of gameplay. Ah, but the point is there's no... There is no, like, main ending. All of these stories are self-contained, but they're all important. But that's what I mean, though. If you want to see all the endings of these self-contained, important stories, you're going to have to play it through 65 different times. But I would say that that's no different than having to play through so many side quests in Skyrim, or The Witcher 3. But you said it yourself, they're side quests. Yeah, but they're still... But some of them are written better... I mean, some of them are better written than the main quests. Some of them are. Yeah. But they're a lot shorter and easier to follow. Yeah, but I feel like... But I feel like the way I'm presenting this, it's more like it, it's a good game to go away from and come back to without feeling you've missed anything. Um, you you don't have to know everything that's been going on before. It's like, all right, I'll just start up this quest line now, and then you've got something that will kill you over for a few days, and then you can keep playing or you can come back to it because everything's so self-contained, but affects the greater world at the same time. I, I mean, I, I do feel like that was uh, a bit of an oxymoron. No, I mean, like, you'll see, <laughs> you'll see what they mean in the grand scale, right, down the line. But each of the stories is self-contained within this game and that they're not going to cross over. But because we've seen what came before, we know what each of these means for the world. Um. And it's less of a save the world quest and more of a this is one man's journey quest, one person's journey quest. But it's not one person's journey quest, it's 15 different yeah, people's journey quests. It's three people's, but you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> each, each, each one is one person's. Like, the, the individual things you're saying do sound really cool. I just think it might be a bit too big. But Jacob, have you got anything to say here? Before I do that, are you in or out? It's... <laughs> I'm not sure, because it does sound cool. If it came out and delivered everything it promised, it would probably be amazing for the people who sink the time into it, because I do like playing games for a very long amount of time. You know, the amount of hours I've put into Skyrim or Kingdom Come Deliverance, or even AC Odyssey or fucking Forza Horizon. Fuck's sake, right. Mass I put, I put so much hours into them and I'll probably look at Mass Effect for five minutes as well. <laughs> but like, it's the idea of playing through three people's lives many different times to see how it all ends up and the different things you can do, it just seems too daunting. And, like you said, it's, it's a fable game. We're not going to get everything you promised. Yeah, exactly. Over, over, over promise, and then when people are disappointed, they'll be like, it's a people game, what did you expect? <laughs> I, I, don't <laughs> think, I don't think that's a reasonable excuse to disappoint people. I mean, more you thought it was. Are, are you more than you? No, but that's what we've established, she's well. a professional, and I'm not. <laughs> and that's the whole reason we have this podcast, is because we can do this better than Lee can, absolutely. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Um, I think... Yeah, so I, 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 so think I, I can make better sounds... <laughs> I think it sounds amazing it sounds great but even even though you say you can come out of that and come back and play for a day or two or not I, I really would feel like that's too much to jump back into to go Fair. and play through three people's lives again 
so it can be a pirate this time. So, for that reason, I'm red-lighting it because I think it's too big. And I think if it, if it was that big, then it would be then it would be too big and maybe too time-consuming and you would have to restart it too many times for my tastes. And if it wasn't as big as you promised, then it would have under-delivered and be shite. Yeah. I, I, I'm only excited that. Jacob? Okay, I, I have thoughts on this, and my thoughts are, you have researched, you've gone deep into Fable, I love how you said, you know, you made Bowerstone, that's a thing, oh, Aspire, yeah, 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 you're part of that shit, all of that, nice. Those things I, I love are cool. that, but you've pitched me a trilogy, I mean, this is this is the only time where it's happened where I was in... And then you started going further into it with Glenn's questions, and I'm like, oh yeah, he might be right. Like, what What if you don't want to bang? Then you, you die and you can start a new game and choose another one. But, but, the, so I can't... But you don't get any of the, you don't get any of the hand-me-down equipment. So it's, it's a game where you need to bang to go further in the story? Nah, you can adopt kids. But what if I don't what want kids? Yeah, what if all the wings you can adopt are really irritating? Yeah, what if I want to be well, immortal, well, like Reva? Another thought that I had is, right, because you know how in like the second and third game, well, and I think the first as well, there was like, you could like hire prostitutes, or sex workers, apologies. Uh, I'm thinking that it could be that you have like legitimate children as well, and that could, that could be like a secret quest line that you don't know about. But what if I don't want to bang or have kids? Yeah, you, you, you've reduced. Then you start the yeah, game you've, again. you've reduced the. But I don't want to. I want to complete the, the game. The entire potential of the game by two thirds. I mean, then you start the game again and you do the quest lines you've not done, and then you can complete it from there. But I don't want to do that. I want to complete the game. I want to do all the quests. When I play Witcher Three, I agree with what Harry said. You can just go off and do the main quest and be done with it. I like doing everything. I want to complete the main quest. I want to complete the side quest. I don't want to have to restart the game just so I can do the bits I missed. And then not have the future generations ones anyway. Yeah. I... I was in. Now I'm feeling out. But I could be in if this was turned into a trilogy instead. So that you have... I don't know, Fable Generations. Literally, Fable Generations 1, 2, 3. The first generation, the second. And then you have it like a Mass Effect feature where you import your saves. So all the shit where your hero did in the first game gets passed down to you in the second game. With like, yeah, I mean, um, I'm open to that. With like, I, I don't know, let's say your hero enjoyed farting on chickens. <laughs> Fable, it's Fable humour, <laughs> farting on chickens. And so all of a sudden, you're going around town, you enter a certain sector of the town and everyone looks at you. The chicken shop across the road closes its doors <laughs> on you. Like, what, what's going on? It's like, your dar farted on chickens, lad. <laughs> Something like that I think would be brill. But um, the way it is, I'm going to have to say I'm out, but I don't want to be out. This is something where I'd want to yellow I mean, light okay. it. I'm, 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 well, I'm willing to make it a trilogy, but obviously we'd have to... But obviously we'd have to be more focused on the actual quest. Yeah, this this is why I'm saying the same thing with Glenn's. I want I'll yellow light it because I think it needs more work before I can green light it. I know, but I can't, so I'm gonna have to red light it. Okay, that's fine. But I don't want to red light it. Aye, it's, 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 it's a real shame if, if you walk out of here with two red lights because you've done a lot of work and come up with something that we both really like. Yeah. Which is which is a wee shame. I don't like, I don't want to red light it, but I, I feel like I have to because it needs stuff before I can green light it, if that makes sense. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, and That's fair. I, f- I feel like if you brought it out as a trilogy, it Again, not that it matters in the in the wide world out there, but then it's not a fable sequel game. It's three fable yeah, sequels. Exactly. Uh, fair, fair point. Fair point. Okay, um, um, no, forgive fine. me for that, Scott, because I did genuinely like your idea. 
Speaking of Jacob. Yeah. Well, speaking of Jacob, I have That's dangerous. an idea. Now, I'm not going to go down into the details of the game because it's a fable game. We know what happens in a fable game. Well, <laughs> Ian Scott knows yeah, what you chop a lot in a fable wood. game. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. You play a hero, you get hero stuff, you do hero stuff, and the more you do hero stuff, the stronger at hero stuff you get. There's a big bad, you defeat the big bad, or someone else defeats the big bad for you. Haha, big hero, good time. Lots of sci-fic, whatever. What I want to tell you, instead of what the game is about, instead of the story of the game, I want to tell you who's involved in the game. Because one of the main issues that plagued all three Fable games was the involvement of who? Peter Molyneux. Peter Molyneux. Well, I want to tell you now, there is no Peter Molyneux in yeah, this game. Yeah, because Playground Games is making it. Huh? Because Playground Games is making it. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you who I am putting in this game. Who's okay. going to make this game? Playground Games. No, no, no. I'm telling you the star. Playground game staff. Yes, I'm going to tell you who's going to be the playground game staff. Mm, I'm going to name I them. I don't think they're hiding. <laughs> I'm going to name them. This, this is my game, not their game. No, I mean that. that, that so shut up. The creative lead of this brand new fable game is a gentleman by the name of Meter Polynew. Oh fuck off. <laughs> the studio manager of Playground Games is a gentleman by the name of P.T. Molmol. Oh, oh. The lead animator of the game is Molly Peterson. <laughs> the producer of the game is Pete Moles. And on and on and oh. on. Yes, everyone in this game is a clone of Peter Molyneux, but under a different name. <laughs> Can you imagine how beautiful this game would be? The creative director just says, oh, screw it. Make it generations. You, you have kids now, and you play as your kids. The animator decides, fuck it, you've got wings and you can fly. Um, Stephen Fry's oh in God. the game. Why is Stephen Fry in the game? Who knows? He's just in the game. Who else yeah, is no, in the game? St Stephen Fry's actual model is in the game. Yep, it's just Stephen Fry. He's Stephen yeah, Fry, voiced by, voiced by, by Elijah Wood. <laughs> and Elijah Wood is in the game, voiced by Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And whatever you want in a Fable game, Molly Peterson, Mita Polynew, they'll put it in the game for you. It's a game made for the people, oh by the people, Whoa. by the Peter Molyneux. I, I have oh, nothing else to add. That, that was my whole shtick. <laughs> I want your right, red okay. lights, bring them. Okay. That wasn't a fucking pitch, first of all, but it was fucking amazing. It was amazing. Okay? Like, that was not a pitch. That was just you. That was you saying Peter Molyneux a lot. But it was good. Okay? So it's definitely a red light, I but I was entertained by it. <laughs> oh, man. But, but, like, if... So, so, so okay, so, so how is this going to work? So, are they... So, they're going to release the game. But there's going to be there's going to be very little base yes. game content for it until you you email Tahunamu or uh, or however it works. You, you you get in contact with a with a Molly clone with a Molly with a Molly a clone. clone. And I you like tell it. Tell them what you want in the game, and then and then it, and then, and then do I'll an put it in the game for you at the end of the of month. Course. Okay, yep. and d does everyone get the same updates? <laughs> no, you get okay. individual updates tailored to what okay. you want. Um, and obviously, it's, it's not an That's issue having this many happen. developers on it, because because, no, because, you, because can you can just molecloning molecloning them. them. And yeah. if there's one thing I know about molecloning, uh, is that they you don't need to pay them that much. They... <laughs> Yeah, they, they, ha they haven't discovered the... The yeah, Moloclones. Peter Molyneux cloned them and just said you're working for me now. They haven't discovered the Peter Molly Union. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, see? Yeah, okay. So, yeah, so, 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 so the game comes out, 
um, however many copies they sell, they, they just put another Peter Molyneux in, in the chamber and clone them and go, okay, you're working for this person's game now. Yeah, everyone has their own individual Molly clone. Okay, well, uh, that's service. Hello. That's customer service, because um, you would be really pissed <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, but every one of those clones is going to tell you a different lie. Can you imagine for like, you, you phone into customer service and then they go, oh, I, I, I'll need to check with my manager. And then the manager tells you something completely no, different. No, 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 right? Scott, you don't understand. There is no customer service. It was just a Molly clone. When you buy a game, a Molly clone gets made and assigned to you. You go to the Molly clone and say, Oi, Molly clone, I want my character to have a bigger dick. And then I go, Oh, that's not what they're doing. And, no, and then they'll Again. go, Sure, I'll give you a bigger dick. Two months later, you, you have longer fingers. <laughs> yeah, I mean... That that's not a pitch, Jacob, and it is funny, and I I respect the hustle, but I, I mean it, I, I I think you, I think you need to be cured for this. I don't think you can even be a red light. I think it's fair. <laughs> like <laughs> Harry put in some work looking up for I put in work. I actually, I actually really tried this week. I, I got um, the entire cast, the entire um cast credits <laughs> for Fable Free Up, and I replaced every <laughs> single name with a derivative of Peter Molyneux. <laughs> That was and I must have taken you a really long time. <laughs> you know the thing, I, I, I... No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. You went oh, just you just reworked Peter Molyneux's names a bunch of times there. It took a while. <laughs> <laughs> no. So Harry, I mean, I think we need to just. I just got to be a DQ. I think you even. Be well, I, well, I've I've got more questions to ask before before I make my final decision. Go on. Um, what happened? When the next Fable game comes out, are you going to transfer all of the Molly clones, or are you just going to like put all the Molly clones into a big bin? Good question. I'm trying to think of the moral ethics of cloning Peter Molyneux. I, I feel like that the Molly clones are just like the Meeseeks from, from Rick and Morty. They're just like a box and they just jump out of it and like. <laughs> Boom! Okay, that's what they'll do. There's they my die as soon as they finish the bit of the game. There's my promise to you. Once you've completed <laughs> and you've put down your copy of Fable. The Molly clones will disappear. Disappear how? That's important. They certainly won't end up at a landfill. <laughs> That's my Molly new promise. Are, are you? I mean, this is, this is just quite, quite concerning. Like, do do all the Molly clones come out the same, or is there anyone who has like um, sort of genetic input? Like, can, can you change them? Can you give one six arms? Can you, no. for example, can you, for example, make a Molly clone that has really sharp teeth and a thirst for clone blood? I mean, we could like, do that, that when we st- when we need to make redundancies. Like, well, that's what last I was going to ask. If you're going to get rid of them, are you just going to make like a like a? That's a good Molly idea. Vampire? I'll do that. I'll create. Was a suggestion. I'll create the Molly clone with the top with the sharp teeth and the thirst for Molly clone blood. And he will be employed in the HR department. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the best place for him, isn't it? Yeah, and so, you know, we're sorry. We're going to have to let you go. <laughs> so, yeah. Right, everyone, lunchtime. Line up. Who looks the tastiest? <laughs> Time for the daily uh, sacking. No, no. The daily snacking. snacking. Oh, <laughs> well done. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, that's Jacob, <laughs> g- genuinely wild and hilarious. And I, I might you. get, I might print out a transcript of it and tattoo it in fancy script on my ribs. <laughs> um, like all the like, like, cool people tattoos. But there wasn't a pitch there. Pitch was it's a fable there, game. There, 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 is it? Yes. How does it end? Um, you kill the big boss, or Stephen Fry Who's kills the big, the big boss? boss for you. Some dude. What's their motivation? They're evil. How did they become evil? They were born that way. Who were their parents, and did you play as them for the previous five generations? 
No, you didn't play as their parents, <laughs> and their parents aren't in the game, so they don't really matter. Does the big bird have a moustache? No. And I'm not interested. <laughs> See, right, there you go, right. You know, right, if, if your pit, pit, pitch wasn't all blatant lies, the molecone would have been like, do you want him to have a moustache? So Good point. You, you, do you, you want you, him you, to have a moustache? No, 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 no Jacob, Jacob, Jacob you can't keep now. doing that. You can't keep doing that. Right? You've been exposed. <laughs> yeah. I, I, th- I think Jacob is just being on you. Shit! <laughs> like, How did you know? <laughs> because you've not got a moustache. Damn it. Uh, so, I mean, Harry, once again, you're our winner. The, the champion reigns. And, one, yeah, and I, once I, again, I, I don't feel like myself. I deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> See, the Yankees are saying I did loads of research. I, I didn't. I just know well, what's the favourite. Well, yeah, but like, <laughs> when you're play, playing the game, counts as research for this, we'll call it. Clearly, you already knew this stuff, and that uh, was cool, you know what I mean? I went to the Fable anniversary. Uh, pay John Steam. Fair enough. Close enough. Does anyone? Well, does anyone want to go and play Fable ha- Coin Golf? N- no, 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 I, no sure. I don't. No. Okay, I'll, yeah, I'm, I'm I'll play right. myself. Yeah, Harry, let's do some. As uh, our resident winner, Harry, <laughs> tell us what you do. Yes, absolutely. If you would like to hear or see what I'm up to when. I'm not asking ridiculous questions and winning things on half-arse long, unfunny joke pitches. Uh, you can away and listen to Oh No, my band. We're on Facebook. We've got a video on YouTube. We have a wee EP on Spotify called Oh No, No Again, which is a fucking hilarious title for a debut EP, by the way. Ah, I thought it was great, yeah. Okay, I thought it was great. Uh, you yep. can go and find us there, have a like, have a listen. Look at the video in which I wear a rather snazzy dressing gun. I feel like, I feel like people enjoy that. Um, Jacob, would you like to go next? Of course I will go next. I am a singer in a metal band called Inquire Within. I assume this episode is going to be out before the 10th of July. Who knows? Yes. Yeah, I, I'm going to say yes. And because it is out before the 10th of July, I want to tell all of you, on the 10th of July, in Leo's Red Lion in Gravesend, Inquire Within are playing in the Metal to the Masses final round. If we get through this final round, we will get a shot at the New Blood stage for Bloodstock Festival this year. If you are interested and a listener and live somewhere near the Leo's Red Lion in Gravesend, Kent, come on down, say hi, I promise you, I will give you a hug if you want one. And if you don't want a hug, well, I, I won't give you a hug. I mean, that, that, that's just common courtesy. Come on down and listen to some great music. Um, yeah, uh, first of all, I hope, I hope uh, Inquire Within oh, more than anything else. Um, Me too. Like, as, 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 as much as we all rag on Jacob, um, <laughs> I, as much as we all rag on Jacob, and I don't like him, <laughs> um, <laughs> 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 like, uh, yeah, so no, no, but in all seriousness, uh, we, we actually, we all love Jacob to pieces here, and he is actually oh, a talented guy. So is Harry, uh, both of them are. Um, I get by in this by being the one that makes other decisions. So, <laughs> um, like, uh, speaking of decisions, you should decide anyway. who gets to plug the uh, thing. No, next. but you can find. Hey! That's oh, me, because I'm the one left. And mine's just the longest, because I plug like five different things. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Underscore.underscore.underscore.underscore.underscore.underscore.underscore.underscore.underscore.underscore.underscore.underscore.underscore.underscore.underscore.underscore.underscore.underscore.underscore.underscore.underscore.underscore.underscore.underscore.underscore
Uh, if you want to help your pictures and dick dicks, if you want to some dick pics, you can find me on Instagram at dickwatcher, <laughs> D-I-K-W-A-T-C-H-E-R. Uh, that's a new one, but yeah, there you go. I'm not really posting dick pics much anymore. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, and give the, the give the podcast a like on Facebook, it's just three failed pilots. But that's it. Harry, you want to sign us off? Aye, absolutely. Uh, like Roddy says, go over to the Facebook let us know if you think we're terrible or not. Let us know if you think I deserved this. Uh, like and rate the podcast. Whatever you do with it, subscribe if you feel like it. Go back and listen to the earlier episodes in which a lot more severe nonsense happens. Usually revolving ducks. If you haven't heard them, go back and listen to the duck part it's of the podcast history. It's absolutely quackers. Uh, fuck's sake, Jacob. And if you got this far into the episode... Thank yeah, you for one last thing, sorry, actually, before we oh, go. Oh, fuck's sake, on you go. Um, uh, given that Jacob's just decided to make non-pitches uh, non now, uh, we're looking for a new co-host. And <laughs> so, if you, if, if, if you apply on the Facebook page, we'll, uh, we'll be taking applications there. Um, I've, not, I've, not, I've not checked this with Harry yet, but I'm assuming it's okay. So, yeah, there we go. Um, but, yeah, Harry finishes off. <laughs> Goodbye. Because no one else mentioned them, shout out to Indonesia. Cami Mitch and Timer!